Hey, Terry's Beauties. Welcome back, guys. I know it has been a long, long time since you have heard my voice. If you are listening on Spotify or since you have seen my face on YouTube, but to no avail. So I have this desire, this urge, I guess this pull to really come on here and talk to you guys and kind of give you an update on what's been going on in my life because there has been a lot of shifts and transitions since the last time I posted, which I believe was on New Year's. And I was trying to tell you guys like all the shifts that are about to occur, everything that's about to occur in your life, just remember that God loves you. Wow. Let me say, I don't know about you, but I have definitely um, experienced some shifts in my life. And um, my life right now is not what I anticipated it to look like in any way, shape or form of the imagination. Um, with all that said, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but remember how I said all those shifts that were going to happen in your life to remember that it was God that was causing it or allowing it. And it was for your good. And I also said in the last episode that, um, God was doing this because he had to rebuild. So that's exactly what he has been doing. He has been rebuilding me. He has like allowed me to go through an awakening. He's allowed me to go through this spiritual enlightenment that I had no idea that it, it existed. Um, I grew up in the church. Um, I grew up with religion. I grew up um, with one way of thinking towards God and I want, let me just clarify this right now. Everything I'm about to say, I, let me make this very clear. I am not against the church. I am not against God. I worship only God. I speak to only God. Um, but what I was doing and what the church tends to do is box God in to this little bitty box. And he is so much bigger than that. The way he thinks, the way he does things, it's beyond our own comprehension. And the thing about it is, is that when God begins to move in our lives, my life, other people's lives, because it doesn't fit that box of what we've been taught in religion or what we've been taught in the church, we immediately think it's not of God. It can't be of God. It must be the devil. You must be worshiping other gods. You must be doing this and this and this. No, it is God that leads me every single day. Um, with that said, I'm going to kind of I want to kind of just come on here and give you just a quick update and then kind of really talk about what has happened in this past weekend with me. Um, and periodically, I'm going to go back into time. <laughs> We're going to go back in a time machine. And when I believe that God is telling me to tell certain parts of the journey, then I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do that through this platform on Spotify or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or um, what is it, TikTok or even LinkedIn, guys, like everywhere I am putting my face out there, not because I just like want to see my face out there, but because I just know that this, would, this is what God is doing with my life right now. 
Anyway, so um, since January of 2022, and I put out that last video, as I mentioned, shifts have been occurring. Um, I left a job. I left a church that I had been attending for like 12 years. I left the church. I left a job where I was making money, um, although it was not enough money, but it was within the same church. So I felt obligated. I felt like that's where I needed to be because it was a church. It was quote unquote, a covering. Um, but God had me leave that, you know, um, again, I'm not against the church. I'm not mad at the church. I'm not mad at God. Hopefully you can see that or hear it. Um, it was just how God was maneuvering my life. And so I left the church. I left the job. I was without work for two months. And I'm like, okay, God, this is not making any sense. I stepped out on faith. I thought you were going to immediately have something for me. And that's not what happened. I was without work for two whole months. And I mean, I have applied. I did apply everywhere. And it's just nothing. Nobody was taking. There were no bites until May, literally from April to April 1st to May 31st. I had no income, single mom, had bills to pay. And I'm just like, okay, God, I don't know how this is going to happen. But I will say in that time, I'm speeding up time. Remember, I said I'm going to go back into time when I believe God is going to have me specifically speak on a certain situation. Um, I will say that God provided every single day. My children nor I went without. We had all our utilities. Um, so needless to say, it was a trial. It was a testing for sure, but I made it through that. Um, I, I acquired a job that I absolutely love doing something I never thought that I would be doing. I'm a recruiter now. So I went from childcare to recruiting. I went back to the corporate world and I didn't know that God was going to take me there, but I knew that this was where I needed to be. So I'm there and I'm currently there and I'm loving it. Even now I've only been there three months. I God has already told me, don't get comfortable. Like this is going to be I'm not saying the job is going to be temporary, but something is coming of it. So, you know, a lot of times we go into jobs thinking that that is our purpose. That's not our purpose. It's just a temporary placement um, that, and it's a part of your journey. Um, so I went into my job knowing that it was a part of my journey and it had its purpose. And I've learned throughout this journey, throughout this spiritual enlightenment, throughout this process that I've been going through, everything has its purpose in your life. Even the ministry, the, the jobs that I've had, the relationships that I've had, everything has had a purpose. And if they are no longer in my life, then they have served its purpose. And so I'm so grateful for learning that lesson. Because sometimes when God asks you to let something go, you don't understand. And it's very painful. You think, you know, a lot of times when people have to let something go or God is saying, let go of something, it must be bad. That's not the case. God didn't tell me to let go of the church or the job or the relationships because they were bad. They just served their purpose and it was time for me to move on. Um, so um, I'm currently in a, another apartment, but when from May or June 15th to August 1st, um, I was actually living with someone that I was in a relationship in a romantic relationship with, and I knew it was temporary. Um, it, I needed somewhere to live. And, and in that meantime, I had to send my kids to their fathers for the, what I thought would be the summer. Turns out that's not the case. 
um, every effort that I was trying to have to find a suitable place for us to live in a safe environment, it just wasn't hidden. And it was way out of my income range, anything that I could afford and be responsible for. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, I was living with a, a guy that I was romantically involved with and had some deep feelings for this person. And um, it exploded in my face, literally. But it's not like I didn't know it was going that way because I could feel it in my body. Like my energy would be different around this person. And I just knew, again, another time, another story. I just kind of want to give you a quick update, right? So um, yeah, I lived with him for two months. It ended not so pleasant, not so nice. Um, and I still have days where I struggle with how it ended and how I was treated and the things that were said to each other. Um, but I realized, again, it's a part of the journey and it's a lesson learned. And actually, it was a purposeful. It wasn't It wasn't a mistake. And that's the thing when things end even in the way that they end, sometimes that's not a mistake either. Everything has a lesson. And if you truly learn the lesson, then you won't make the same um, choice again. Remember, it's not a mistake if you learn a lesson. Now, if you're not learning a lesson, then it's probably a mistake because you're not learning anything from it. But if you've learned something from it, it's just you won't make the same choice again. Okay. So um, I've been in my apartment, brand new apartment, a, apartment I petitioned God for. Like anybody that knows me knows that I've been wanting to live downtown for in the city that I live in for quite some time. I've always seen myself as a city girl. I've always seen myself living downtown. And so I'm currently living in an apartment by myself. Um, my children ended up staying with their fathers again. Not something that I thought that I was going to do, but I ended up doing and um, had to really press through that one because as a mom, you know, society says they are your responsibility. So I had to overcome um, some personal feelings with that and realize that this was this was a good thing and this was a timing thing, how everything has occurred since January 22nd. So it since January 22nd, it would appear that my life has been completely shambles, um, but it's not the case. I can honestly say I've never been happier and at this point more content and satisfied in my life. Um, been in my apartment since August, so we're now reaching the second month of me living by myself. And the first two weeks, two and a half weeks, how many weeks are in August? Three. I mean, I think there's five weeks in August. I don't know. Anyway, the first few weeks, I'm going to say it like that. Um, I was like really having a mental uh, situation uh, because of the breakup, because of leaving my kids with their dads and um, starting a new job, having to learn this new job. I was I had only been there a few months, so it was just a lot. And so, um, but... These past few months, few weeks, I've had weekends where I've just been to myself. And so this is where I'm getting to here. So I kind of just did a quick fast forward. So being single and going through the spiritual journey, going through the spiritual enlightenment, um, I have literally had to die to self. I now understand what Jesus meant 
when he said, if you are going to follow me, you have to carry your own cross. I now know what he means. I have had to die to myself. And when I say myself, I mean my ego. I mean my past childhood traumas, my childhood self, my my inner child, my wounded child um, that still resided in there. Um, I've understood now that this is all a facade. This is all an illusion. There are so many things going on in the spiritual realm that the churches don't teach you, that you don't learn about unless God is like divinely orchestrating your awakening in which what this is what he has been doing with me since January. Um, actually, since let me just say this. I mean, honestly, it's probably been a year and a half ago um, when I met this individual that awakened my spirit in a sense, like he ignited my spirit to think higher and more consciously than what I was doing. See, I was still in the church. I was still at the church. I was still working at the church as well. But when I met this person, he asked me questions about religion. Like we would have conversations about religion, about the church, about God, not in a way that is um, not honoring or um, that would make me question God. It just made me question what I was seeing or what I was experiencing. It made me ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions, guys. Okay. God wants you to ask questions. That is how you come into the light. (laughs) That is how, um, when it says who the son sets free is truly free indeed is because we are coming into this awakeness state. We're coming into an awakening and we are being illuminated. We are now being lit up from within. And part of that is asking questions, asking questions that you never would have thought to ask. And it's okay to converse with someone who does not agree with you or who does not have the same thought process or has the same ideas as you. And that's what this person did. He challenged my way of thinking. And that to me, I've never had anybody do that in a relationship. And we were not in a relationship, but in our friendship, he challenged my way of thinking. And so he kind of sparked something in me a year and a half ago. And so I've been on this journey and here I am now. And now I'm coming to an awakened state where God is now able, he's always been able to talk to me, but now I'm coming from the subconscious to the conscious. Now I'm becoming more aware of not only what's going on into this physical realm, but what's going on in the spiritual realm or as some spiritual people call it the 5D, right? So I'm now being elevated and enlightened um, to another mental, physical, spiritual state. And along that way, guys, I'm just going to be very transparent and you may not like what I'm about to say, but God has shown me so many things about religions and about practices and about tools that were created to be as tools. Let me give you an example. I'm going to be very transparent. I started learning about chakras. And I started learning about crystals and I started learning about tarot and I started learning about yoga and I started learning about these different tools that different religions and different spiritualities use. And yes, I even got to the point where I'm just like, okay, God, 
I've always been taught like, this is not okay. Like this, what am I doing? This is not okay. But what God revealed to me in the times that I was being introduced to it, the problem is things were created as tools. As you would use your car to go from point A to point B, it's a tool. As you would use a utensil to cook a dish, it's a tool. You have tools, you use utensils, you use things to help you get the results that you want. So crystals, tarot cards, um, chakras, learning about the chakras, those were tools. But when you start using them and you start going to them first as they are your God, you have now created an idol. This is where we go wrong. It's because now instead of going to God, when he has given us the things as the stars, you know, people talk about astrology. I have stars, you know, the Capricorn and Pisces sign. I'm all into the stars. I love looking into the stars and learning about the stars and the moon. God created the stars and the moon, not just for our visual pleasure. God is more intricate than that, right? But in the church, oh no, you can't learn about astrology. That's wrong. That's witchcraft. That's being possessed by the devil himself. Like that is a no. But God created them to be used as a tool. Did he not use the stars for the shepherds to use to guide them? Like every, if you go through the Bible, God used the stars in the sky as a tool. But the problem is, is that what God has given us and the creation and what God has given us to use as tools, we then have created idols out of them. Money. We can talk about money. It was used, it's supposed to be used as a tool. But then we come, we become so consumed by it, it is now an idol. But you're still using that money, right? Tarot cards. It was used as a tool. It was supposed to be used as a tool, not to tell your future, but maybe give you some insight into what you're feeling, what you're expressing, and you don't really know what this is that, that you're feeling and expressing, and you're just like, okay, it's supposed to be used as a tool. Chakras. It's so you can learn the inside parts of you. You're not just flesh, guys. You are truly spirit. You truly are energy. When Jesus said to the woman who touched his cloak, he felt that energy leave him. Energy and power are the same thing. The Bible says power, power is energy, literally. Turn on the light, what is that? People say power, Turn the energy, right? It's the same thing. But we as the church or we as religion has turned everything that God has created, we have either created it as an idol or it's now witchcraft. And so this is where those things become wrong. So I have the gift of being able to interpret um, what certain tarot cards, I'm not like into it all the way, but if I'm like having a moment and I'm talking and I'm meditating and the vision of a certain tarot card will come into my mind, I can then go look it up. I don't know what I'm looking up, but every time I look it up, it literally is exactly what I'm going through. And so it kind of helps me lead me in the direction of what I need to pray about, what I need to talk, think about, meditate on, release it um, or receive. It's just all kind of things. And yes, there are spirits attached to everything. 
to cards, to stones, to pastors, to preachers, to prophets, to people. Spirits are attached to everything. Everybody and everything has a spirit. And just because you have the title that's in a ministry or an evangelist, pastor, prophet, teacher, or whatever, it doesn't mean you have the perfect spirit. You have spirits in you that are not pleasing to God. Okay. So I just said all that to say this, that I have come to the place where I can use those things as tools. Okay. And that's just what they are. At the end of the day, I serve God and God alone. I speak to God. I worship God. I honor God and my living and, and how I handle people. It's all God. Um, so this past weekend, I actually had, um, what is called, um, ooh, what is it called? Oh, Holy Spirit, help me with this. Um, it's like a spiritual, it's, it's like a death. Um, oh, help me remember what this is called. Basically, my ego is being put to death. And so as I'm meditating, as I'm just sitting those deep rooted feelings um, from trauma as a child would start coming up and I would allow God to address those like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. Let's address it. So basically all weekend, he's been addressing these issues that were within me. Um, and I have guys, I've boohooed so much this weekend. It's ridiculous. I've literally sat in silence and just cried. Um, and it's not because of anything other than God is purging out of me the things that no longer serve me. If you go back through my videos, you'll you'll hear me say that I'm going from Maria to Mariah. And so that's exactly what this process is. I was going from Maria, the inner child, the inner wound, those past traumas to Mariah. And so... I had no idea that I was going to go through that this weekend. I literally spent the entire weekend by myself, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Um, I read books. I sat in literally silence, no radio, nothing in my hands, just me and my breath, basically. Me listening to my breath, me listening to things around me. Um, but I've never felt so aware in my life. I've never felt so empowered um, coming as I have coming in or coming out of this weekend. Um, I think it's shadow, shadow death, shadow something, shadow death. I see, I'm guys, I'm telling you, it's not like I'm like some magical, I mean, I am magical, but um, it's not like I'm just like some person just out here like, um, I'm learning. Let's say that I'm going through this process of learning. And I even, you know, God a few years ago told me that it was time to look in the mirror. And I remember saying, and I posted this too, I did not want to look in the mirror because I didn't know what I was going to see. I was afraid of what I was going to see. Would I be proud of what I saw? What, I, I don't know if I can actually look at myself in the mirror. This weekend, literally looked at myself in the mirror. I sat myself in front of the mirror and talked to myself, to my real self. I talked to Mariah, but I also talked to Maria because Maria, the inner child, that wounded child needed to heal and she needed to know it was okay to let go. She needed to know it's okay. 
that she is safe, that she was needed. And yeah, she was not accepted, but that's okay now. So I had to go deep, deep, deep within and allow God to purge me this past weekend. And again, I did that through meditation. I did that through reading. I did that through completely sitting in silence. And every time an emotion arose, it stems from a thought. That thought made me have an emotion and I allowed God to purge it out. I cried it out. I told God how I felt and he addressed it. And he addressed it with his word and he had just addressed it with clarity. And so now I'm here. And I have been telling you guys, you are going to see my face. You're going to hear my voice. Some of you may like it and some of you may not. I may lose followers, you know, and I'm going to gain followers. The point of the matter is I know that there are some of you out here that are going through this process of awakening. You feel like something is not right. You want something better for yourself. You know, if you go through my website, I keep saying that I'm here to ignite. And that's exactly what I want to do. And that's exactly what God is using me for, to ignite, to awaken you to your true self. God is saying that we should worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. That truth is you being your authentic self coming into the identity of who you were created to be since the, the first day of time, since God created heaven and earth, your spirit was here. Your spirit was here. Your flesh wasn't here. He said, let us make men in our image. Have you ever thought to think who he was talking about when he said us? Spirits were here. He was here. He created you. From the beginning of time, you have been here. But because of society, because of culture, and because of religion, because of the way you've been taught, the way you were raised, the area of city, the city that you live in, the state that you live in, the side of the country that you live in, you're not your true self. And so I'm in this process of becoming my true self, my authentic self, and my authentic self is telling you to wake up. My authentic self is telling you it's time to be ignited. Some of you are going through this process and you have no idea what this is because maybe you're still in the church. You're still under the, the umbrella of religion. Do not leave until God tells you to. I will say that. Everything has time and God is beyond time. So our time is not his timing, but his timing is perfect. So before you do anything, inquire of God. I'm telling you, this is what I've learned to do. I've learned to trust myself and to learn that what this, what this, what this is that I'm feeling with every decision that I make here going forward, this is between me and God. The same thing that Jesus did every time he left to go separate himself, to go pray, to go meditate. He was talking to his father. He was having a, a direct connection to his father, period. And that's exactly what I've been doing. But now I'm here to help ignite you. And I'm going to be able to go back to stories. And I'm going to be going back to instances, you know, concerning my children, concerning the job, concerning my spiritual journey. Guys, there is so much more to our lives that has not been taught to us that God is, this is the time that God wants to expose it. He is endeavoring to expose his truth. And I'm here to be used as a vessel for that. So. I want you to know that even if you make the choice and that's okay to leave my site, if you make the choice to no longer follow me because you're just like, I don't understand what she's saying, that's okay. That's okay. 
But I do want you to be open. Open your heart to the possibilities that maybe God is talking through me to you. And because it's so unfamiliar from what you have been taught, it's uncomfortable. I get it. I completely get it. But I want you to know that I love you and I hold nothing against you. It is your choice. You truly have free will. If God gives you free will, I'm going to give you free will. I am nobody that I can take your will away from you. You have that choice. What I'm asking you is to go before God and ask him, is this what he wants for you? That is what I'm asking. Even if it seems kind of sketchy, that's okay. I'm not going to post anything unless I feel the unction to do so. And today I felt that I've literally been sitting here for the past hour and a half trying to get my laptop to work. Um, and it's just not working. I was determined because I just felt the need to do this. Um, so I hope that you continue to follow me as I go through this journey and as I begin to awaken you and as God continues to awaken me and as we go from the subconscious to conscious thinking, as we learn the gifts and tools and who we've been divinely created to be. That is my only agenda, guys. I'm not going to teach you about tarot. I'm not going to teach you about anything that God does not want me to teach you about. Okay, I know what to use as a tool. I would not put anything on you that is that you are not going to be comfortable with. But I will speak the truth. I will always speak the truth. And I will do that in love. So keep coming back as God continues to rebuild me. I'm going to rebuild this ministry. He's already told me that it's about to be rebuilt. It's about to be um, what did he say? Like a rebrand. So this is just going to be a part of the journey. And I love y'all. And I hope that y'all keep coming back. And I hope that you guys send me questions, whatever you want to ask me. I'm transparent. I'm open. All right. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. And I hope that you receive this with an open heart and an open mind. And, um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.